Hi, this is Corey Chambers. It is April 8th, 2018, or it might only be April 7th. Uh, I'm walking my dog here in Elysian Park in Los Angeles, California, near downtown and by Dodgers Stadium. And I'm just now testing Anchor for the first time. This is my very first podcast. As you can tell, I'm trying not to say the word that I'm not going to say, but it's very short. It starts with the letter U and ends with the letter M. Can you guess what that word is? I probably cannot talk for more than a few seconds to a few minutes before that word gets slipped in because I usually say it about once every five seconds, just about, it seems like. Anyway, this is my first test of Anchor. And it was suggested from Mr. Gary Vaynerchuk, who runs the $200 million Vayner Media Company and does a lot of free motivational speaking. Well, thanks for taking a listen to my podcast, my very first Anchor podcast, which, as you can see, is only a test. Uh, I almost said the word, but I said a different version of it, so I guess I'm safe. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you very soon, I hope. Take care. Hi, it's Corey Chambers. Uh, Today is Tuesday, August 28th, 2018. This is my second recording broadcast on Anchor. I decided that Anchor was perfect for doing something that I need to do, which is to basically practice speaking. That's why on my first broadcast, I practiced not saying the U-M word or the U-H word. So I'm still going to keep practicing trying not to say those words because I've actually done radio many years ago, never got real good at it, but I did say that way too much. I'm kind of a slow thinker, so it's best if I just spit out whatever I'm thinking. So that's what we're going to use Anchor for. Anchor's going to have fewer listeners, and I'm going to be able to spit out uh, emotionally without having to think of the perfect words to say every time. So I'm just going to pretend like whoever's listening is, you know, a twin or something, someone who already knows what I'm thinking, someone who either understands or maybe even someone who doesn't care, just wants to hear someone talk, even though there's 80 million, zillion, jillion, gazillion people speaking on YouTube and so forth these days. So the difference between what you're going to hear from me and what you normally hear is I will focus on some things that I don't think we hear enough of, that we should hear more of. One of those is something that's going to turn most people off, which is economics. But the way that I'm going to talk about economics, we're going to make it a bit more interesting. I like the way that Max Kaiser talks about economics, which often turns into a psychotic rant about the people who he hates and how they are suicidal, homicidal maniacs. I do have a cold, so you're probably going to hear me sounding like I have a cold and even hear me sniffling and coughing. So I apologize for that, but maybe that'll add more realism to this broadcast. 
so when I talk about economics, I will, I'll try to include some psychotic rants, some psycho rants for you about what I really feel, you know, is the worst case scenario. I will talk about free speech. Free speech, I think I know it better than a lot of people. I have to say that I know it a lot better than liberal lunatics. And I know free speech a lot better than right-wing wackos. So you're definitely going to be hearing a libertarian slant from me and an independent slant. Very much against some far-left liberal lunatic people and against the right-wing wackos. So those two are so far apart and so strongly opposed to each other that they're almost merge into becoming the same thing in a way that's why left wing and white right wing it's not a very accurate way to describe things they end up being in the same wing when they both go too crazy they go into the crazy wing so we're going to talk a little bit so when I talk about politics that's what I'm going to talk about is some of the crazy stuff most Americans are you know, in more a little towards the middle. There, most Americans do uh, appreciate freedom, and most Americans do understand the basic concepts of freedom. So that's what we're going to be talking about because the liberal lunatic media and the right wing wacko media—they both can be on you know, uh, you know, out of the norm. It's 9.56, and I think I'm starting to get tired. So we are going to delve first right into some real estate. So those are basically the three topics we're going to talk about. Besides sex, religion, and politics, we are going to talk about economics, the dismal science, and real estate. The other wacko crazy things what we're going to talk about is Bitcoin. So for those of you who are glutton for punishment and stick around long enough, you're actually going to get a chance to become a billionaire because that's what I'm working towards is helping myself become a billionaire. But now I'm old and wise enough to know that my purpose is to help other people become billionaires. And if I become a billionaire, it's just in that process of helping others. That's where... Another thing I'm going to be talking about, because a lot of people don't talk about, like, I've always been kind of fascinated by get-rich-quick schemes, get-rich-quick people. I've always appreciated them. A lot of people appreciate them. They buy their books and stuff. Success books are popular. Self-improvement books are popular. And then these people who do infomercials, they're very popular and very hated, both. They're very uh, loved, but they often end up being more hated. That's another free speech issue that I'm going to talk about because uh, I've noticed that a lot of my, you know, people who I'm, I'm at least entertained, even if I don't buy their crap, like I never bought the stuff from Mr. I got to remember his name for you. He did the, in the 1990s, tiny little classified ads, making money from tiny classified ads. That's, was his name was Don Laprie. He was a very cute, handsome, good-looking guy, a charming young guy. So 
that attracted a lot of people to look at him on his infomercials being a this cute sort of um he looked like he was maybe a quarter asian uh guy white guy maybe a quarter asian you know a cute look so I never bought any of his stuff because, number one, I didn't have that much money. I didn't have any money to waste, and I felt it would have been a waste of money. Nevertheless, I strongly, vociferously support him as far as free speech goes. And I think he was trying to help people, (coughs) even though I don't think he helped that many people. I think that he did help more people than those who just sit around complaining and criticizing other people. He was out there doing it and trying to help people. I have to pause and drink some water since my throat's going to dry up. I don't have the talking gene. I do have the gene to want to help people to communicate, obviously, if I'm talking about free speech. Wanting to get my point across and wanting to understand the points of other people and to be able to hear the points of other people. Uh, of course, we all like to hear the ag- agreeable points, the points that f- are in line with, with our goals and our attitudes. But I do enjoy hearing opposing points of view, and so do a lot of other people. And Don LaPree, the infomercial guy, his point of view was somewhat in line with mine and that I happen to like hearing about get-rich-quick schemes because there's usually elements of them in them that are useful. Even Don LaPree's tiny little classified ads had elements in it that were very useful because these tiny classified ads are have been around a long time. They've been successful for a lot of things for a long time and they have made a lot of people a lot of money for a long time. But a tiny, a tiny classified ad itself is generally not a business. <clears throat> so that's where the problem lies with Don LaPree's stuff and with other things is that a business really is about you know, offering a product or service that you have a unique way of providing a unique you or your company is able to provide something that is uh, unique, uh, uniquely valuable in the market that other people are not able to deliver in the same way. So, Don LaPree uh, is now dead. He killed himself. He killed himself. He killed himself. So, he killed himself because he was opposed because people hated his infomercial. People hate infomercials. They hated Don LaPree's infomercials and so forth. So he was basically ended up being arrested and then killing himself. Because of that, he had run out of energy. So another thing, there was another guy, sort of a, another very much get rich quick, very typical get rich quick infomercial guy in the 80s. And I'm trying to remember his name. He, I believe he had an Asian name. He ended up being arrested and convicted and I think killed himself or died or he might still be in jail. He might be out of jail. He became a professional gambler. So let's see if we can find him. Let's 
Google Asian get rich get rich uh, professional gambler professional gambler so let's see if we can find this guy who might not have died but I do believe he went to jail prison for a while where is he? Vietnamese. I believe he was Vietnamese. And I believe he was based out of Orange County, which is where I'm from. Asian gambling. to become professional gambler. Richest gamblers in the world. Remarkable background. Now I can't find him. His name was like Don Ho or, you know, David Chang. So let's see if we could find his name, which I can't find it. Anyway, this is another guy who... So, and then we'll, the third guy we're going to talk about who is did not kill himself, but he is in jail for 10 years. Another infomercial guy who put out some books. He put out some audio tapes that were very educational and very helpful and directly beneficial and helpful for me, which was the Mega Memory Tapes, which actually literally improved my memory by telling me how to you know, just memory techniques, memorization techniques get, got me through college, got me through my real estate agent uh, classes, my real estate agent license, and then went on to get my broker license you know, by studying and passing using these techniques, the mega memory techniques and the other techniques to be able to learn and study more effectively. So that's Kevin Trudeau. Kevin Trudeau, you've seen him on the infomercials. So that's some of the most important things. Let's just touch on those and get more into detail on those later. In the meantime, let's go ahead and get deep into one topic, which is the latest real estate stuff in the market, what's happening in the real estate market. I've done some, written some blog posts and so forth, some news, real estate news newsletters about what's happening in the market. Basically, real estate is... You could say it's crashing, cracking, cooling. Any of those words could work from what's actually happening with some prices dropping. Some prices are still going up, like average prices have gone up over the last six months and around downtown Los Angeles, while the highest pr properties, highest prices and lowest properties, highest have gone up. Uh, highest have gone down, actually. The average has gone down, average price, and the lowest prices, those have all gone down. But um, and the median price has gone down, so the average price has gone up. Are you thoroughly confused? Clear as mud. So anyway, the economics is always clear as mud, but basically some prices are going down, and a lot of newspapers have put out the word. A few of them, I should say, have put out the word that some areas in particular are cooling. All right, so that's a market update for you as well. And let's just talk about... I'm going to be doing a separate broadcast because I have some good information to help real estate agents. Some of that will help buyers and sellers. Some of it will directly help sellers. So let's talk about sellers. First of all, I want to do a quick commercial. And that is that your referrals help the kids... We are on a mission, my team and I are on a mission to raise $25,000 for Children's Hospital Los Angeles. 
And we do that by donating a portion of our income from every home that we sell, every buyer and seller that we help to complete a transaction. Is uh, We give money to Children's Hospital. That helps children fight through and survive nasty, life-threatening diseases like, like cancer, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, leukemia. Uh, it helps the recovery center. So that's what really helps to save people. Children who can't afford insurance, children who can't afford medical care, children whose families don't have the money, helps all of them. So that's what we're working on. And you can get, we can refer people to us by uh, going to the website, which is called referralshelpkids.com. And that's where uh, you can give referrals. You can also call us. Uh, call me in my direct line. My direct mobile number is 213-880-9910. And let's just touch on a couple of things that we just learned like yesterday. So those things I'm going to leave you with is some latest things about real estate. I mentioned a few things. Let's go into a few more details about um, things that are going to help sellers. Let's go into what's going to help buyers. That is when buyers get access to um, the new listings, when buyers go ahead and receive those listings in their email every day, as soon as they hit the market uh, instantly uh, from all the real estate companies. So buyers can get these foreclosures, REO, bank-owned company on unlisted homes, that are not on the market, uh, the for sale by owner homes, places that are super good deals that don't pay agents, so uh, agents will often ignore them, and the buyer doesn't even know they're around, they're not on the internet, their pocket listings, homes that are not yet listed. So that's where a lot of the uh, deals are, the special deals for, you know, for buyers to find the most amazing properties. I help a lot of buyers with lofts, industrial commercial buildings in downtown Los Angeles. So that's uh, that's it. That's just one tip to help buyers. And I mentioned something that's going to help sellers, which is just to know the market. If those who are thinking, oh, I want to sell at the high, you know, when it's the most opportune time to sell. And if you have that ability, now is probably the best to time to sell. And I've been super good, super duper accurate on my market calls, telling people to, you know, to buy, to buy properties around, to, you know, buying properties. And so that's pretty much it. Let's see here. That's all we're going to talk about right now. So we're going to get more later into... But, you know, what buyers, the fact that buyers want houses, so getting buyers in touch with these houses, and sellers need buyers, so that's why we really focus on lining up the buyers for the sellers. That's why we have uh, over 3,400 buyers in our database right now. So if you were looking to sell your home pretty soon, we may already have someone who wants to buy it, and you can find out more details about that at uh, coreyhasthebuyers.com, C-O-R-E-Y, C-O-R-E-Y, coreyhasthebuyers.com. 
And that's probably all we need to talk about tonight. So let's go ahead and plan on getting more into detail on all those things later because I do want to help create, you know, more billionaires. I want to create one billion billionaires is my goal. And thanks for taking part of that. My name, again, is Corey Chambers. This is my second broadcast on Anchor. I hope you enjoyed it. Just getting started, and thank you for helping me get started. Hope I'm helping you as well. Uh, And stay tuned next time. Take a look at the LA Loft blog. Every single day we have um, real estate information, especially about downtown Los Angeles and lofts. But we talk about the market as well, especially Los Angeles and Southern California. And then more about all over Southern California uh, is on my blog, the SoCal Home blog. All right. And I do want to hear from you. If there's anything I could help you with at all, give me a call, 213-880-9910. If you know anyone who's making a move, please refer them to that number or referralshelpkids.com. Thank you, and you take care. Look forward to talking to you soon. Bye-bye. Bitcoin. B-I-T-C-O-I-N, Bitcoin. This is Corey Chambers. Your home sold, guaranteed, or I'll buy it. And I'm not going to talk about real estate much in this episode. I'm going to talk mostly about Bitcoin. In fact, what I'm going to do is something special and unique, and you are one of the very few and lucky people who get to hear it uh, because I'm going to be doing some seminars in uh, around Southern California and hopefully later on across the country and worldwide. Um, Since I'm here alone, I will go ahead and toot my own horn, if you think, if you don't mind. Hopefully you'll find it helpful since I'm gonna talk about Bitcoin. It helps to know that people know what the hell they're talking about, what the fuck they're talking about. I don't usually use the F word, but it did come to mind. Um, And everybody's using it, it's a fad these days. So, What I'm going to do is I'm preparing to do my first Bitcoin seminar. I've done a few on real estate, but I had other people do the majority of the talking for those. Um, I'll be doing most of the talking, most likely, for the Bitcoin seminar. So this is actually a practice. This is actually a, a rough draft of the Bitcoin seminar that I'm going to be charging $500 for. So you're going to be getting it for free. So hopefully you'll get most of that $500 value without having to pay $500. Um, The downside is this is unedited and this is uh, raw. This is only what's in my head, nothing written down on paper. I'm walking my dog in a park in the middle of Los Angeles. So before I forget, um, in some ways I'm the most... Um, credible person to speak about Bitcoin, uh, at least in the real, the well-rounded way of knowing a lot about Bitcoin and knowing a, a lot about the things surrounding Bitcoin. Uh, I I do help people with investments, um, mostly real estate investments. I have helped several people with their Bitcoin. Uh, lots of people now. Um, to the tune of millions of dollars. 
uh, me and people that I've helped millions of dollars of Bitcoin. So that's probably the most important thing to you is that millions of dollars of Bitcoin in transactions that I and the people that I've helped have have done and it's been done at a profit. Of course, as Bitcoin has been growing from basically zero to today, it is at about $3,800 per Bitcoin. Uh, I started getting interested in getting in and buying Bitcoin when it was when it fell below a hundred dollars about um, 2013 it has zoomed up to like a hundred and fifty hundred and somewhere around there and then it crashed down to about 60 that's when it made the news so that's how I got involved because I've always been into economics that's the number two point of how I'm qualified. I've actually taken lots of economics classes in school, college, and uh, books that I've read. So that's um, that's why uh, the economics background helps. The number third, the third one is the computer programming. Bitcoin is a new technology, and it's a te- it's a it's a software technology that it uses um, hardware here and there. But for most people, it's um, and like most things on the internet and apps and so forth, it's about the software. So, and I'll talk about the hardware as well. So I've done enough computer, taken several programming classes, passed those classes, but sort of barely, you know, pulling off a C. (laughs) So that's how good I am at programming. I have done tons of HTML stuff but never at an extremely high level maybe just beginning and and intermediate uh you could call it uh so but i do have that 30 years 30 years of data processing experience um you probably don't want me to break down the data processing experience but started when i was about 12 years old programming mainframes mainframe computers at Cal State Long Beach. Um, That was the good old days. And then um, programming Apple II computers. Uh, We happen to live right by Cal State Long Beach, and we also happen to live right by the Byte Shop, which was like the number two, possibly, Apple computer store um, before there was such a thing as the Apple Store. There was the Byte Shop that sold Apple II computers in 1978. Okay, uh, so that's three. And then the fourth thing, libertarian, that's just sort of a coincidence. Um, the libertarian ideals, philosophies, um, which most Americans actually are libertarians. They just don't know it, so they don't vote libertarian. The media, it's not their fault. The, the media basically tells people that there is no such thing as libertarians. There's only Democrats and Republicans, so that's why people don't know that they are libertarians. Uh, libertarian just means that you want to, you want um, to take care of your... <laughs> That'll teach them. Oh, that's what my dog does to other dogs, too. Okay, <laughs> 
<laughs> your dog just did your dog did it first. <laughs> that just means he doesn't want to be bothered by that dog at this particular point. <laughs> Uh, anyway, back to Bitcoin. <laughs> I have a little dog who uh, loves to attack other dogs. He loves to attack pit bulls, German shepherds, Great Danes. He's a little Chihuahua mix. He's only slightly bigger than a Chihuahua. So he just went up to another dog that was his size or smaller, and then that dog did the same thing that he usually does to other dogs. So that's all free entertainment as part of our free $500 Bitcoin seminar. So uh, we covered Libertarian. There's other things to cover of our background, which you've probably heard enough of those, but maybe you can't get enough of how great my background is and helpful and the authority uh, background on Bitcoin. Um... Mining Bitcoin. Mining Bitcoin. Mining Bitcoin. So not only did I buy Bitcoin, sell Bitcoin, and give away Bitcoin, but I mined Bitcoin. So I mined Bitcoin. So I purchased some hardware to, to mine Bitcoin using little USB devices little USB devices that mined Bitcoin. Um, I'll talk real briefly about how to mine Bitcoin. Um, I will be giving away the whole explanation of what Bitcoin is, so let's get into that now. Um, Bitcoin is basically the quickest way to say it is that Bitcoin is the internet of money. Or you could also call it the email of money. It's um, basically the new way of doing money. It also happens to be the new way of doing payments, electronic payments, uh, electronic uh, payment processing, electronic payment uh, transfer uh, between people, businesses, companies and between uh, countries especially so um, <clears throat> one of the things we hear about Bitcoin is that it's maybe a scam it's not maybe not anything real it's just the latest idea of being a pyramid of some kind um, but should is most definitely does not fit that description it fits it's better described as I described it, um, the fact that you that it grows quickly, the fact that people expect to buy it and make a ton of dough, uh, the reason for that is simply because that's the way that it works. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you need to know why. Why does Bitcoin start off at zero and then nine years later become uh, $3,800? Say you bought it when it was at seven cents, say 10 cents, for example. You paid 10 cents for one Bitcoin, more, more likely you paid like, people paid like, you know, they bought, instead of buying uh, an extra 
dinner or whatever, they paid, say, 30 bucks for Bitcoin and got maybe 10,000 Bitcoins. So back in the day, you were lucky. Maybe you were, you were a computer programmer. That's who was buying these things. It was computer programmers who were geeks. They were always looking at what is new technology, what is very, very new. So 2009, Bitcoin was just a glimmer of an idea in the mind of a handful, five people, 25 people, 50 people that were working, that were programming it. So... Picture yourself, if you're not a geek, picture yourself being a geek. Um, say you're into jewelry and then some brand new, really new type of jewelry comes out that's very exciting. Uh, and other people are like, say some men, construction workers, they're like, who gives a crap about that jewelry? <laughs> In the meantime, you happen to know that this is the most exciting jewelry ever done is the newest because you're a jewelry expert. So that's how Bitcoin was to these geeky programmers. They knew that it was something interesting because it was the first, here's maybe even a better description or an additional description. It was, it's the first payment system that works without a particular country, such as United States Mint, United States Treasury. It is the first payment system that works without a bank, without a financial institution of any kind. No bank, no credit card company, and no company. That's right. No particular company is required for Bitcoin. So, in that respect, it has the ability to operate like cash. You can do a private transaction when you want to. Uh, usually your private transaction is legal and safe. So you got the, the haters out there, the naysayers will say, oh, it's only used by criminals and this and that. Well, I mean, the U.S. dollar is used tremendously, tremendously worldwide by criminals. Hugely, the United States dollar, George Washington's, Abraham Lincoln's, Benjamin's. Um, so it happens to share that respect with um, Bitcoin in that, like cash, you can do a somewhat private transaction with it. It turns out that police can track it down. All they got to do is they use their police and detective skills and they can find people. So it is possibly better than cash at hunting people down when they really want to. Um, although that's changing. I mean, that's, it constantly evolves much faster than cash can evolve. So I think I've described Bitcoin, hopefully, for people who are new to it. And this uh, seminar, this $500 seminar that you're listening to for free as a rough draft, is um, it's designed for people that are new to Bitcoin, but also people maybe that know Bitcoin because we're going to give some advanced, some of the most advanced uh, teachings of, of Bitcoin in this seminar. So um, at the end of the seminar, we will give you some advanced teachings We'll also uh, tell you where you could find the 
the advanced class that's just for advanced people after they've learned all the uh, other stuff. Um, so, what is the next step in the uh, beginning in the free beginning to intermediate class? Um, how to buy Bitcoin? No, let's get into some more uses. That's really important to know what people are using it for. So, businesses can take Bitcoin from, you know, initially just from Bitcoin aficionados, people that were into it, nerds. But the more the reason people are going to be using Bitcoin more and more and more, and they are are using it more and more, uh, is for several reasons. Bitcoin has proven. Number one, first and foremost, it has turned out to be, people thought it would be used as a currency more often than it's being used now, but it really is um, because it did work so well as a very fast growing asset uh, that the IRS has said it, it is an asset like, you know, like gold or like basically every other asset that you pay taxes on when it goes up in value. So that's what people are using it as a store of value and a store of value that happens to grow very quickly. Uh, the U.S. dollar, for instance, is still better as a um, currency for most stores and so forth, um, but it shrinks in value. The U.S. dollar has lost, what was it, 90% of its value since uh, in the last 100 years roughly so bitcoin has gained roughly 45,000% in 9 years 45,000 maybe more than that at least 45,000% in in 9 years you do the math say start from 7 cents and go up to 3,800 in the last nine years and see what percentage that is on your calculator. Uh, other things that it is good for, it is extremely good for some things right now. So doing a private transaction over the internet. So I, it may be the number one best method for doing a private transaction over the internet. So when you wanna buy something from Overstock, overstock.com or in, countless other websites you will and you don't want the um, uh, credit card company to immediately be able to look at it you don't want the bank to immediately be able to look at it now of course the government can subpoena overstock.com's records and maybe f find out your name that you bought something on overstock that way uh, so if you're laundering money with Overstock and Bitcoin, it's not going to work too well because they'll probably figure that out and find out who you are with a court order. But you're, at that point, you're getting better privacy than the credit card already because the governments don't even have to... Um, I don't think they even have to get a subpoena to get any information from a credit card. I believe any law enforcement agency, especially a federal law enforcement agency, can just say, hey, tell us this person what they bought, and then they would just hand it over. I believe that's the way that it works these days. 
Uh, and then, of course, with Bitcoin, they cannot. So that's you do get a higher level of privacy um, when you make an online purchase. You also it is often cheaper for the um, company or person you're sending it to, uh, especially if they're just receiving Bitcoin and there's no rush, and then they're sending Bitcoin to somebody else to pay for something. Uh, it, Bitcoin can be free. Um, generally, they want to pay at least a little bit of money that they can often choose to pay, uh, maybe five or ten cents. Uh, and there's other times lately that Bitcoin has been very expensive to transact. So that's one of the downsides recently. And that's being fixed. I believe they're creating a new technology that works with Bitcoin called Lightning and other technologies to make Bitcoin faster. But it does offer that opportunity already to do a cheaper transaction in many cases. Uh, let's skip to the one that may be the most valuable, no, the second most valuable, because I think the first most valuable is still that store of value, that investment, uh, that return on investment, just from owning it, buying it low, and selling it high. That's, got, that's the number one practical benefit at this point which some people may consider that sad <laughs> that that's the best benefit right now but if you're buying low and selling high you're probably not going to be sad you're probably going to be very happy so that's and also that made that's good chance that's going to change to where the transaction stuff the transaction um is is right up there the the total transaction technology capabilities it may be equal or surpassed the um you know the asset value the the growth the investment value because for one thing you can now send say $30,000 from the United States to Buenos Aires uh instantly and for um, anywhere from free to, say, 80 bucks. So the amount that you pay could be anywhere from zero to $80 to send your $30,000. Uh, let's make it a higher amount. Let's say that you were sending a lot of money to Buenos Aires, just as an example of how it could pay off. You still are paying anywhere from zero to 100 bucks to send a million dollars to... Caracas, Venezuela, where the government is going to scrutinize any dollars that come in through Western Union or whatever. Uh, especially if you're sending if you're sending thirty thousand bucks to Caracas through Western Union, if you can, which you probably can't, but if you could, uh, someone there is probably going to be looking at it, unless they're too broke and out of money. So anyway, sending money internationally, Bitcoin is probably number one uh, in the world already. The best technology, cheapest uh, to do that. Uh, also, you can do it without any government ever knowing it. If you're sending it from a person to a person there, there's, um, unless the government's you know spying on those people, there's not going to be any government um, seeing the transaction. So that's, um, there's a lot more benefits of Bitcoin. 
Uh, Bitcoin can carry with some programming with it, but it turns out that it's not, it's not doing that very efficiently. So that's why Ethereum is the number two. Um, and Ethereum deserves to be the number two cryptocurrency, the number two blockchain type of um, current of uh, cryptocurrency technology. So that's why I've bought Bitcoin. I've bought um, Ethereum. So Bitcoin, there are a, a lot of websites that only deal in Bitcoin. Um, there's some gambling websites that may or may not be quite legal, but they just take Bitcoin. And then there's lots of other websites that, that take only Bitcoin. Um, Ethereum. So because Bitcoin has turned out to have some efficiency issues, uh, Ethereum sort of solved those as far as programming it to do different things. So Ethereum can more easily be programmed to uh, give, to look for an event that's happening on the internet and then to send the money to people after that event happens. So with that programmability, um, Ethereum is very powerful. You can actually start, you can actually create a whole business an entire business, say an app that's an entire business, and you can even program it so heavily if you want to, to where you program it, it provides the service, it accepts the payment for the service, it delivers the service, and then it pays the people who need to be paid uh, all automatically, and then you can actually say if technology were not moving, you could actually just do all that, set it, and forget it, and then just keep receiving payments as your business just runs itself without you even having to process any payments because that happens automatically. And then you can have it pay other people that need to be paid automatically. So you can even have it pay, paying you and your vendors. So that's how good Ethereum is. It's, you know, it's inspired by Bitcoin, works on the same concept, but with newer and more efficient. But even Ethereum has had efficiency issues because these things are carrying a tremendous amount of information with every, with every transaction. It's not just a credit card number. Like your credit card, it only sends your credit card number, your, uh, the date, the name, and the, um, the code, and that's it. It doesn't need to send anything else. When you do a transaction, when you do a transaction with with Bitcoin or Ethereum, with Bitcoin it's sending. Uh, Bitcoin it's usually just sending um, very little information as well, except for one thing: it's sending a tremendous amount of information because it's sending everybody else's transactions that have ever been done. <laughs> so, so it would. So that's how Bitcoin can work without a bank and without a credit card processor, without a government, because it's sending every transaction that's ever been done every single time you send a transaction. So you wire some Bitcoin from someone's phone, from their phone to your phone. It is sending every transaction that's ever been done on, on Bitcoin uh, from you to, to them. 
Um, so that's pretty much uh, it. Um, I think that's pretty much all that we want to talk about about these for now. Um, how, oh, so what we're going to talk about in our next class, our next seminar, we're going to be talking about how to make the most money from Bitcoin, how to buy and sell it profitable, profitably, how to buy it at a low price, how to buy it, how to buy Bitcoin, how to send it, how to sell something and receive the Bitcoin, and how to, um, and when to sell it to profit the most. Uh, so, and then the most advanced thing is how to read the um, chart, the Bitcoin chart. Like a, it's like a stock chart. There's a graph. So it helps you predict when is a low point that you can buy it, when is a high point. Fortunately, the volatility, most people don't know this about volatility, is it helps you make more money over and over and over and over very rapidly. That's what day traders often are working on. And uh, Bitcoin gives you that advantage even more so than the stock market. So, um, and then the final thing that people need to know that's uh, another advanced topic is uh, if everybody, if you've never heard of tulip mania, so this goes along with this huge, enormous rise in value that happens very occurly that occurs very rapidly. Uh, in the 1300s or 1400s, 500 years ago, seven, 700 years ago, uh, some tulips were f- f- sort of just found in Africa and brought to Europe. It turned out they could be grown in Europe and could do some amazing things with colors and sizes and colors and types. So before you know it, these tulips were being purchased and then resold. They were being sold for the equivalent of like $500,000, $200,000, for the tulip. And then it had a huge crowd. So many people were doing it. It was just like the year 2005 when people were flipping homes like crazy. That So many people were flipping homes at like just... Millions of people were in the home flipping industry until it crashed. So tulip mania, so many people were buying and flipping tulips that when that crashed, it also caused a um, great, you know, depression, a great recession type of depression. So that's the reason I'm bringing that up is there's a big chance that that could happen with... um, with Bitcoin, so many people could start flipping Bitcoin because once they just see their friends making a lot of money, then when you see your friends making thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars from Bitcoin, then you eventually decide, you know what, I've watched this long enough, <laughs> so now I'm going to do it. So that's what we're going to be having happen more and more and more as. Um, Bitcoin and Ethereum and other technologies, cryptocurrencies um, explode in value. So the downside is when you have that much enormous growth, skyrocketing exponential growth, 
you it usually does have over the long term either short term medium or long term eventually a very bad ending so how to know when it's going to sort of finally end badly uh i predict it will everything eventually does actually <laughs> in economics even the dollar is guaranteed to eventually end badly and there's and there's a very good chance that the dollar will end badly before Bitcoin ends badly. So that's something that the average person is not going to think about. I think it's preposterous, but the average person has not taken one or two or three economics classes, so it's hard, hard to uh, know. Um, and even, the, even in the economics classes, they don't teach you that every currency, there's been lots and lots of currencies, dollars, and throughout history, they always crash and burn so the dollar will crash and burn. It's right now been the most successful, but there's already many reasons to believe the dollar is going to crash and burn. Um, some of the reasons are that, uh, well, we know because these, o- these other currencies have crashed and burned. So what is going to make them crash and burn? When the debt of the country is too high and they got to start printing more and more and more just to pay the interest and, and the debt. And if you look at the chart of the U.S. debt, uh, the GDP to debt uh, chart, you'll see that it's been growing um, exponentially lately. So that exponential growth in the U.S. debt to GDP chart is where you can see with your own eyes if you can get a basic understanding of the of these charts economics charts or any chart exponential growth and exponential growth always crashes at the end crashes and burns basically it may recover somewhat it may cover uh, not at all it may not recover at all so or it may recover like one percent so the u.s dollar may crash down to 10 cents and it might stay there it might crash down to one cent and stay there other currencies have crashed down to much less than one cent. Um, so anyway, that's why. And I should cover very quickly the reasons why that's going to happen. Because this is a reason to one reason to own Bitcoin. One reason for these people who love the government, which I do love the government, and I love the things that the government does right. Uh, most libertarians love the things that, that the government is good at doing and wants them to do those things that the that government is good at and only those things the government is good at. For instance, most mothers, not all of them, but most mothers will agree that most that mothers are better at mothering their kids than the government is. For instance, if the mother can do a better job at taking care of the kid than a government-controlled child care such as CPS, Child Protective Services. Um, And most people will agree that, you know, if the mother is a psycho killer, drug addicted, violent um, criminal, that maybe CPS should go ahead and put that kid somewhere else. But other than (laughs) that type of situation, the mother is who you want to take care of things. Just like you would probably agree that you are generally, not everybody, but m- most people, 
And you say even if you're not as good at taking care of money, your money, as a government. Say the government would be better at taking care of all of your money than you are. Most people will say that's not true, that they are probably better. And they are. Chances are you are better at taking care of your money for you than the government would be. So that's getting back to libertarian thinking. But we're kind of uh, diverging too much from our final message, which was that ultimate crash. So the dollar is going to uh, ultimately crash. And people are already putting more and more and more dollars into Bitcoin. So as people put more and more dollars into Bitcoin, that actually causes Bitcoin to become more valuable and it causes the dollar to be less valuable. So some people who love the government and love dollars might say, oh, that's another reason to stop Bitcoin. Well, that's not going to happen. And lots of things, anything that you buy with dollars has the same effect. It makes that thing more valuable and the dollar less valuable, you know, in, in some respect. So, especially a currency. Um... <clears throat> But other things, Russia, China, Venezuela, other big countries, big, small, and medium, they're going to stop using the dollar for transactions. They're already stopping. So that's one reason, one thing that has been pumping up the dollar, despite that it's been abused, overspent, created too much debt. But the fact that when all these people worldwide stop using the dollar because they're going to be using the yuan, they're going to be using the ruble, they're going to be using the euro, and they're going to be using Bitcoin, they're going to be using Ethereum, they're going to be using Ripple, they're going to be using all these different things. They're going to be doing electronic gold, they're going to be doing gold-based cryptocurrencies, gold cash, gold credit, all these various things. But it's especially the cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Ripple, and all the others that make cash unnecessary. Because when you can do a transaction, in any type of transaction, uh, cheaper than a credit card and uh, easier than cash, I mean, you cannot send cash. You can't put cash into your little into your phone and send it to someone. You got to do all the you got to do these intermediate intermediary things first. So, uh when people have a choice of privacy or no privacy, uh all things else being equal, they will take the privacy. When they got the private and electronic and free or cheap over um not private, expensive, and uh, um, someone's, uh, someone's filthy hands involved or untrusting eyes, then, um, then it's, uh, they will choose the uh, cheap, free, and easy electronic. Is that a uh, puppy schnauzer? Uh, he's a senior schnauzer. Senior schnauzer. Yeah. Uh. 
So he probably knows how to deal with uh, dogs like mine. Oh, which is... He's probably experienced. <laughs> I'm going to take mine off of his leash for now. Uh, so that sort of um, uh, sets us up to wrap it up. The final, the final closing is that um, that we we want to be able to sell before everything um, crashes and burns. So. Uh, and we want, we want to be able to read the uh, Bitcoin chart. I learned, I was lucky, learned how to read stock charts in high school because a high school math teacher taught us how to read uh, stock charts. Um, so in the advanced class, we're going to teach you uh, more ways to buy and sell. Uh, well, actually, in the in the in the in-person class, we're going to give people some materials. People that are paying, they're going to get some materials along with with some books, videos, and stuff that they that has some basic information and and some more intermediate and a little bit of advanced information about Bitcoin. And then we're also going to give people some Bitcoin, at least a token amount, like less than 25 cents, perhaps, of Bitcoin. I've decided that we are going to help people to buy and sell Bitcoin right there in the class. Uh, Some of them and then others, if we have too many people, then we'll just set an appointment to help them buy or sell their Bitcoin using a service that already exists. So we're not going to be dealers of Bitcoin because that's um, got the, the government involved with it and we'd rather be have no need for the government to be involved so we'll simply help people use those services that already exist and then uh, what else people need to know when to buy when when is it low how to read that Bitcoin chart because Bitcoin at the beginning and at the end, I, I should describe it as Bitcoin being much, 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 much better and much, 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 much worse than what most people realize. The much, 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 much better was that 45,000% real, genuine increase in value in nine years. Sorry, I'm going up a steep hill again for our, very appropriately, for our climax of this audio recording. I'll be breathing heavy. So, and where it's much, 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 much worse is that explosion. It may be one of many things that causes the dollar to explode, to be destroyed not just from Bitcoin, but for many reasons. And so that's why it's much, much worse and much, much better than what most people realize. I hope, I hoped, hope that I've helped you understand why. And in the advanced class, we'll go into more detail about how to Take advantage of those much, much, much 
better things and avoid the much, 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 much worse things. And I, that's where I should leave it. My name is Corey Chambers. Your home sold guaranteed or I'll buy it. And I'll come up with a phrase for you for Bitcoin as well. <laughs> Feel free to contact me if you'd like to join one of our in-person seminars in Southern California, nationwide, worldwide. Or if you'd like to email or call me. Uh, email address is... I'm going to give my junk email address. cccjunk at yahoo.com I check that about once a day or once a week. And then uh, my phone number, my mobile number. That's my second mobile phone, which is my junk mobile phone. I also check that once a day or once a week, the messages. That is uh, area code 562-980-6013. Thank you so much. I hope it was as good for you as it was for me to do this preliminary uh, draft of Corey Chambers' Bitcoin seminar, and I hope that you get a tremendous amount out of it. And take care. Bye-bye.